Jonathan, you messaged me before and said that you wanted to open. Presumably, you've got a bit of a curveball to throw me. Yeah, and that is, when are we going to have some intro music? I thought maybe we could do some ticking or some sort of sound effects as opposed to intro jingles. This 15-minute format, I think, is... uh, How about a one-minute intro? (laughs) I mean, we could try it. We could try it. I don't know if we'd even get any feedback. We'll see. Oh, I can just get the harmonica yeah, out. Yeah, get the hop out. I'll get it out the bass. <laughs> All right, so my real opening question. What do you think about Google? Oh, you know what I think about Google. Tell, I, tell us what you think about Google. <laughs> I haven't used Google, uh, any Google products for, if I had to guess, I'd say maybe five years, with the exception of work. Uh, so on my, sorry, that's a big exception. Sorry. Carry on. Well, it, it's, yeah, you're right. You're right. It, on my work machines, uh, you know, if, if the place where I'm working uses G suite, then I, uh, either use a completely different computer for that and only sign in in Chrome and, uh, don't sign in anywhere else and use Chrome for all G suite activity. That way my, my browser session is isolated and, um, you know, basically the same on my personal Mac, but I try to keep them separate, uh, on my personal Mac. I haven't got Chrome installed. I haven't got any Google products. I don't use any Google products. Um, in general, I don't like Google at all. I think in a lot of ways, they're a lot worse than Facebook when it comes to being data hungry, data collectors and running this sort of uh, data-based capitalism, generating Mm. profiles on people. I think it's just, I just think it's dangerous because uh, I have come to learn just how easily manipulated people can be how easy it is to hack people's brains as i've become more interested in product and uh the more information you have about someone and the more uh the it it sort of is an exponential thing because you can make some pretty accurate inferences and then you can use those to create more accurate inferences and it can get to a, a pretty scary place and even knowing the you know, tools of the trade, the tricks that people like Facebook and Google use to try and manipulate you. I'm even, I'm not beyond their, um, I don't mean like to put myself on a pedestal. I'm just saying that learning how it works doesn't make you invulnerable. Okay. So before we go further, cause this is, we're t- this is a show mostly about WordPress and there's a reason we're talking Google. Let's just establish a baseline here. Like, what do you, is this a general thing about all big tech companies? How do you feel about Apple? Apple isn't a data company. Okay, I, so your distinction is, is whether it's a, a data company or not. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and the fact that Apple. How they make their money, basically. Yeah, it's a business model thing. They're, they're not in advertising. Not that advertising is inherently bad. It's just that you make more money doing advertising when you create extremely accurate profiles of not only, you know, the type of person you are now, but the type of person you're likely to be and the type of person you could be given, you know, X number of inputs. Apple's not in that game. Sure. So Google 
uh, is Google, and they need no introduction. Uh, they're some you you are trying to avoid using their products in your personal work, personal life, but work, you know, it is what it is. It's just not your preference. What um, what do you think about the work that they've been doing, the investments they've been making in the WordPress ecosystem? It's really interesting, isn't it? They've sort of came along how long ago? Maybe two years ago with a big WordCamp sponsorship and, um, you know, guns blazing at WordCamp US with big sponsor booths and things like this. And I remember there was quite a lot of pushback at the time. I was, you might be surprised, listeners, Jonathan, you already know this, you might be surprised to know that I was actually helping to man the Google booth because they were partnering with a product that I was working on called Tide. And so, you know, I got to know uh, some of the guys at Google really well. Um, I'm, I'm very close friends with, with Weston and uh, I I know Thierry very, fairly well, um, who are Google engineers working on the WordPress project. Um, And Google sort of, I guess we can say this, they, sort of a, I don't know, headhunted or it wasn't, it wasn't the most friendly way. It was the sort of thing where a client comes along and then takes the developer from the agency. That's exactly what happened with Google and Weston and Thierry. Now, it, well, that's, that's a perspective. It, it's, it's one perspective. Yeah. On the other hand, Weston was always a Google kind of guy from the moment I met him, you know, he was all in on Android. He had all of the Google cameras. He had, you know, he was just everything with Google and he loved using Google products. He was bought into that ecosystem. And, sure. and so, uh, you know, he, he was even crazy enough to put him in the little microphones all through his house. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he still is just, uh, back, back when I first met him, he was a real early adopter of those sort of things. And, um, so I think it was a great fit. I think it was always sort of inevitable to happen. So there is that perspective. Uh, but also, uh, I don't know, kind of a, a bad move. So let, let's just take stock for a moment of current state. And uh, no, spoiler, like, I don't agree with you. Uh, <laughs> but let's take stock of on current state. They they have the, the, the AMP has been a big focus. There are, I haven't looked recently. I know there's a number of different initiatives. There's a sitemaps initiative. There is the because a uh, number of the folks at Google are also like working on core contribution as well. And then they have their own initiatives. There's the SiteKit project. The Web Stories project came out recently. You have a fairly high degree of familiarity with what's happening there, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about those products themselves? Web Stories is a great example of what we were looking at last week. The beta was just released maybe a week ago. Uh, and remember we were talking about apps that or plugins that take over the WordPress admin completely okay. and apply their own design. Well, Google do this wherever they go. We talked about the YouTube app, I think, uh, on iOS and how it's material design. Well, the Google plugins for WordPress are all material design too. Um, and like we talked about last week, I'm not the biggest fan of that. That said, it's a pretty powerful little plugin. It does some pretty cool yeah. things. Uh, the only problem is it spins spits out amp uh, well it's interesting you, you the the part of the question too is because they've been focusing on there's the web stories project there's the web vitals project recently which is focused on the performance side of things and it seems to me and i haven't looked at this closely that there's a um 
there's a, this moving towards this more sort of general open like where the amp was always a means to an ends. How do we make the web faster? I, I disagree. I don't think it was. I think it was a means to an ends. How can we uh, understand the internet better so that we can serve more relevant results so that we can serve better ads? All right. So that's your perspective. I'm going to now offer mine sure. in, in contrast of this, like why I think it's great that Google is involved. And for me, it's summed up and I, I recognize this it's complex, right? And the and part of the complexity is anytime you're dealing with a large organization, take automatic where I work, right? Like it's the larger it gets and the more powerful, the more scrutiny it fairly deserves, right? And, and let me also say that, you know, on the topic of large company, when it gets down to the individual level, like, like, like I said, you know, we're friends with, with these Google employees and, and one-to-one, you know, everyone's great. It's a systematic thing. It's a business model thing. It's not individual people by any means. So where my, where my interest comes in is when I think about the web broadly, when I first, when the opportunity to work with Google sort of first came up, the the thing that I reflected on that struck me was the recognition of aligned interest with WordPress specifically in the open web. And for me, it's as simple as if the web is a closed ecosystem, if everything is on Facebook, Google's kind of out of business. So I may not like a lot of the things or, or it doesn't really matter so much. If like if there is an aligned interest and there's risks with that interest, but overall I'm like, Google wants to see WordPress succeed because that means a healthy open web that yes, that you can put ads on. But if the web isn't healthy and strong, then their ad business is also going to suffer. Yeah. I, that's, that's a really well-made point. And to that extent, you know, I absolutely am, I'm very happy for Google to be involved and to invest engineering time and design money or you know, they stick with the material design, but my point is invest sure. into core contributions and even plugin contributions. I'm, I'm really glad that the, uh, web stories plugin exists. I think it's, it's really interesting and, um, and it solves some really complex problems in ways that, uh, I think could, you know, set some interesting precedents for how things are done in WordPress. Uh, just just on that for a moment, my I got to play with it a little bit, and I'm always interested in the in those moments that feel a bit like magic mm-hmm. when you try some software for the first time. And for me, it's like dry, taking out one of those shapes and dropping an image into it and seeing how it clips to it instantly. Yeah, uh, there, there's something there's something magical about that, which I think is is more. I mean, it's a great execution, but it's also a good representation of what becomes possible in this like JavaScript centric future. Yeah, absolutely. And even just uh, to that extent of inspiring people to create amazing JavaScript-driven plugins, this is a fantastic little uh, idea, and I'm really glad it's out there. On the broader idea of web stories and on the broader idea of AMP, that's a a different discussion. Uh, And, you know, I I don't know if we want to – do we want to talk about what we think about AMP and how it affects the web – um, like, cause my primary concern there, you know, probably my primary concern is that it's, you know, it's a secret, not secret, not so secret way of Google being able to index content better rather than trying to figure out how to scrape 
the ugly mess that is the rest of the web. Sure. Okay. Well, we have two minutes left, so let's talk about. It. <laughs> well, well, actually, let me say just really quickly that I uh, the ugly mess of the web is the web that I want. I I say this a lot. I want an ugly web. I don't want a web that is that is nice and neat and well designed all to the exact same standard. And that's what AMP gives us. So what I like about it, and and I think I, I could. Um, yeah, there's an interesting debate there about what is the ideal state. Do I think that everything should run on AMP? Eh, no, I don't think so. But what I like about it is this, um, well, ultimately, seeing a web that's performant and accessible where people you know, on mobile devices, et cetera, are able to have good experiences, like that I can get behind. And yeah, that I'm, I'm excited about. I think this project is helping drive that forward. And that's where when I talk to some of the individuals and I see – I mean, I, it's not a it's not a stretch to lean into the idea like that you're describing of it being about making the web more indexable, right? Like, I I mean, I can see that again. There's a business model alignment with that. Like, the more indexable it is, um, you know, the the easier it is to display ads and do all the things. But I also see an alignment when you focus. Like, I've really liked what I've seen in the Web Vitals project. The idea of just taking this pretty complex stuff and making it simpler to understand and focus on. Mm. And I think there's a lot of things that the I think the best situation is for people in the WordPress ecosystem to look at what Google is doing and and where the investment's happening because of that aligned interest in an open performance like web because they're they're competing with closed ecosystems right mm. and and say okay what can we learn from that like how can we use that like I see this as them sort of upping the game when I think about the future of themes like I would love to see Google release an awesome WordPress theme. Not because I want that to become like the dominant theme, but because I think that's going to help drive innovation and improvement across the rest of the ecosystem because it's going to be fast, it's going to be performant, et cetera. And I think that's what's good for the ecosystem. So we can say that Google Google is doing some really cool stuff. And uh, you know the reasons why it's doing some cool stuff at the very best are unclear uh, or no at the very best is because they want a better web at the very worst it's because they're nefarious and you know you could exist anywhere in that spectrum of belief but uh and and for now it's driving the web uh forward in a way that aligns with the goals of wordpress so we should be excited about google's involvement my concern is and that and what i want <laughs> Please. 10 seconds. My concern is that if they can continue down this path, that they will lead us in a direction we don't want to end up. 